Welcome to New Education with Isha and Danny. Isha, welcome back to the studio for another Newt Ed episode. How are you going? I'm good. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for joining us. I love getting your expert opinions on some topics all in those health food related areas. Um, today though, um, we talked about probiotics last week. We're going to change it up a little. Can you be addicted to food? I mean, I love food. Everyone loves food. <laughs> but sometimes... Can you love food too much? Yes, it is possible to be addicted to food and this phenomenon is known as a food addiction. So basically a food addiction is a compulsive and uncontrollable relationship with food, specifically those that are high in sugar, salt and fat. And it's a very new topic. However, it is recognised as a complex condition and researchers have described it um, to be very similar to addictions to drugs, gambling or alcohol. So you can see it's quite, um, it is very serious. Um, and symptoms that someone might experience if they are addicted to food could be having very strong cravings for these types of foods, um, when they're eating it, not being able to stop eating it and continuing to eat it even though they know that there are some mental and physical implications of eating that food. And so where does this like addiction start? How do people get addicted to food? So to answer this question, we have to look at our neurotransmitter dopamine. And if you've heard of this before, it's our feel-good hormone, right? It's released when, you know, when we eat maybe our favourite types of food and it kind of motivates us to eat more of that food, right? Um, but when it comes to an addiction, if you are constantly consuming that food, that dopamine release isn't going to trigger that same high that we got before because our body slowly starts to get used to it. And in order to get that high again, you have to eat more of the food. You've got to eat more of it, exactly. So, in order to trigger those reward centers, you've got to eat more of that food more frequently. And this is when you start to form an addiction, right? Um, and this is known as tolerance. Your brain basically adapts to this constant dopamine release and those cravings become so bad that the only way to satisfy them is if you give in to those cravings and eat. Okay, so you talk about getting dopamine from food, but there's other ways you can get dopamine in your life. So why mm. do you think people turn to food as their source of a dopamine hit? Yeah, so it can be broken down into basically three factors. The first being um, psychological factors. Um, sometimes when people go through a stage in their life when they're stressed or anxious or experience some type of trauma – Food can kind of be an outlet where you form this reliance and eating that food triggers that dopamine release. You feel really good. However, after that crash comes, the only way to get that feel-good feeling again is to eat more food. And this kind of forms a very self-perpetuating cycle. Yeah, you can't get out of it. You can't get out of it, exactly. Okay, and then what's the second one? So you could also have physical factors, so things like hormone imbalances or um, side effects from taking certain medication or maybe a family history of addiction as well. Okay, and the third, the final factor? Yeah, so the third could just be social factors. So whether that's peer pressure or some disturbances in your family function or experiencing child abuse. And so when people feel lonely or mm. other things like that, they might mm. turn to food to kind of fill that hole. Yeah. Okay, so is there research done on this? Have there been tests to prove that people are actually addicted to food? Yeah, so I've got um, some studies here and there was a 2021 study that showed that people that were facing food addiction 
exclusively over a ultra processed food. So that's our foods that are high in salt, sugar and fat. And a clinical psychologist, her name's Ashley Gearhart, she said that highly processed foods are very different to what our ancestors used to eat, right? Highly processed foods are made in a lab by a scientist to look, feel, taste a certain way. And that's why you don't see people getting, you know, addicted to beans and broccoli. You see people getting addicted to chips or um, pizza or highly processed foods that, again, release that dopamine. Okay. And so if you are addicted to food, is there going to be some like implications on your health? Yeah. So some of the short-term implications you might feel are heartburn, um, an upset stomach, digestive disorders or vomiting, you know, anything that you kind of experience when you eat, you know, excessive amount of foods at one time yes exactly so what are some of the the long-term health implications so the first one that comes to mind is obesity and this is because with an eating addiction comes excessive calories right and usually you're getting those calories from foods that are high in sugar salt and fat like i mentioned before and this weight gain can um put you at risk of other health conditions and we're looking at things like type 2 diabetes Mm -hmm. cardiovascular disease and even joint pain And what about then if you do think you have a food addiction, what should you do? So there's no formal treatment for um, food addiction because it hasn't been recognised yet as a a clinical disorder. So if you are struggling with food um, or you think you might have a food addiction, I'd recommend the first step would be to go and speak to your doctor um, as they can rule out that there are no underlying medical conditions, for example, I mentioned hormonal imbalance, so Mm. checking your thyroid levels. Um, But if you are, you know, if you've ruled those out and you're still concerned, I recommend the next step would be speaking to either a dietitian or a therapist as they can get to the root of the problem, whether it's food related or um, emotions related, and then they can make a tailored treatment plan to help you um, overcome your food addiction. And one thing we like... I guess the reason we wanted to talk about this because it is so common and people shouldn't like feel embarrassed or shouldn't feel shameful at all. Like it's exactly. so many people out there are suffering mm-hmm. and there's so many different parts of the scale. Like you might think you just like this. You can overeat at dinner if you love exactly. a dessert one yes. off time. You're okay then. Yeah. Don't You're not having a big, huge problem. No. But if it's something that's happening regularly, you can get help and you don't have to live like that. And we want to make exactly. it an open discussion for people to think that, you know, there is ways out there that mm. you can get, you know, they're eating under control mm-hmm. because if it's taking over your mind and that's all you're thinking about like mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not the way you want to live I yeah, bet so exactly. there's no shame out there we want mm-hmm. everyone to feel like there's they're in a safe place mm-hmm. and they can go get the help that they want or even reach out to us like exactly. that's why we're here as well so flick us a dm on instagram and then we can always give you the resources that you need exactly and point you in the right direction because mm-hmm. we work with so many really good health professionals mm-hmm. out there and um yeah it's just there's and uh, there's an answer out there to your problem exactly but thank you so much today Isha for talking about that it can be a controversial topic but we um at Newt where we love talking about everything that's health related and we're here to help all our listeners but um if there's another topic out there you guys want to listen to please send us a dm on instagram facebook um we'd love to chat to you all um like hear what you think about Newt Ed um but otherwise we will be back in your (laughs) ears or on your screens if you're watching us on youtube uh next week and have a great week Asia. You too, Danny. See you. See ya. <laughs>